Yak is back and so is Jesus. Amen. Welcome to Young Adult Catholics, a podcast for young adult Catholics. My name is Janelle. I'm Kayan. And I'm Daniel. And happy Easter. Easter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, death, where is your sting? Yes, so these past 40 days, we've been journeying through Lent, all leading up to this season, to this time and place, Easter. Thank you, Jesus. Before we dive deeper into this, um, Para, let's get started with prayer. Okay. All right. In the name of the Patris et Fidel, Spiritus Santo, Amen. Amen. Exult. Let them exult. The host of heaven, exult. Let angel ministers of God exult. Let the trumpet of salvation sound aloud our mighty king's triumph. Be glad, let earth be glad, as glory floods her, a blaze with light from her eternal king. Let all corners of the earth be glad, knowing an end to gloom and darkness. Rejoice, let Mother Church also rejoice. Arrayed with the lightning of his glory, let this holy building shake with joy, fill with the mighty voices of the peoples. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Patri, Sed Filio, Spiritus Santo. Amen. Amen. Happy Easter again. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. So, in this episode, um, we understand and we want to share and discuss about how death does not have the last say death does not have the last say and the reason for that is because of the resurrection because of jesus christ dying on the cross but not just dying but rising to new life as well um so moving forward janelle is going to talk a little bit more about um what is the significance of the resurrection and we're going to discuss what does the resurrection mean to each of us so the resurrection jesus it basically came back from the dead. And what does this mean? He was crucified on Good Friday. He went down to hell. And what he did is he went down to hell in order for him to go back up and open up the gates of heaven. You see, people before never had the gates of heaven open. They would just go straight to hell. There was no salvation for them. There was no peace for them. This all started with Adam and Eve, their fall, the fall of one third of the angels with Lucifer, and this set the course for humanity but god's original purpose for creating people was to have them be with him we are created to love praise and serve god our lord side note that's a principle and foundation from saint ignatius of loyola Mm -hmm. loyola (laughs) and um so we are made to be in communion with god but again because of what happened we were kicked out of the garden so god could not did not want us to be separated from him which is why he sent jesus down to open up those gates so that we do have a chance of being united with him in salvation we do have that that mm-hmm. opportunity and we celebrate this resurrection this great feast on easter easter is the biggest holiday the biggest most important event in our catholic church because this is the fulfillment of of our salvation history what is the resurrection adam and eve took us out of the Garden of Eden when they committed the first original sin. You can go back to Genesis to read this, but we got kicked out of the Garden of Eden. And that's why man 
has to toil all the days of his life, and women shall also face pain during childbirth. Mm-hmm. This was known by God, and so that's why, after many covenants later, God sent his beloved son Jesus to go on the cross and die for us in order that he may go to hell to overcome sin, to overcome death, and open up the gates of heaven. Most people before then would pass away, and in hell, um, they would go to hell, but also in hell, there was this area of comfort called the bosom of Abraham. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that, Daniel? Yeah, so shout out to Catholic Answers. We'll, we'll give them a you know, plug. <laughs> um, yeah, so this place... This specific spot that called, like Janelle said, the bosom of Abraham, where they were comforted. The parable of the rich man and Lazarus, uh, Luke sixteen nine, Luke sixteen nineteen through thirty one, seems to indicate that there were two parts of hell. Both Lazarus and the rich man died and went to hell, but Lazarus was comforted in the bosom of Abraham, while the rich man was in a place of torment. A great chasm separated the two parts, and the Catechism explains further. Scripture calls the boat of the death to which the dead Christ went down, hell, in quotes, uh, Sheol in a, uh, Hebrew, or Hades in Greek, because those who are there are deprived of the vision of God. Such is the case for all the dead, whether evil or righteous, while they await the Redeemer, which does not mean that their lot is identical, as Jesus shows through the parable of the poor man, Lazarus who is received in the Abraham, into Abraham's bosom. It is precisely these holy souls who awaited their Savior in Abraham's bosom, whom Christ the Lord delivered when he descended into hell. Jesus did not descend into hell to deliver the damned, nor to destroy the hell of damnation, but to free the just who had gone before him. So just to make that really simple, he pulled out the, the just people who had died before he opened up heaven, and he pulled them out of there, out of Abraham's bosom, and he brought them over into heaven where they're rightly that's where they had. That's where they're supposed to go. That's their actual home. Um, and this brings us to Easter. You know, Easter is the number one important holiday in the Catholic Church because it is this fulfillment of Jesus's mission um, of bringing us back into communion with God. We are created to love, praise, and honor God by our lives in everything that we do, and we couldn't do that before. Jesus came into the picture because we didn't have that opportunity to go to heaven. We didn't have the glory of heaven. But because of Jesus, those doors are open. And that's why we party today. We celebrate. We (laughs) are so happy that we have that chance to be with God again. Um, Yeah, honestly, personally, not only is like Easter the biggest like holiday or biggest celebration and feast in the Catholic Church, personally, Easter is my favorite holiday. You don't hear too many people saying that, you know, most people talk about Christmas, talk about the gifts, and you know, on Easter, it's like, what do you get? An Easter bunny and an Easter egg hunts, but none of that really compares to what Easter really means. Easter means that we get to partake in the glory of God. We get to celebrate in the huge feast in heaven because God wants us. He doesn't just love us but he wants us and for me that was such a huge realization Um, not only was it important for Jesus to be born but for Jesus to die and rise again you know that's that's beyond magic you know it's it's beyond the supernatural even it's 
it's amazing it's a miracle and if you really think about um jesus's death and resurrection that's where we really understand like oh death where is your sting you know i feel like death i mean statistically like death is the number one fear of all human beings mm. <laughs> you know some people would say oh maybe it's snakes maybe it's sharks maybe it's getting electrocuted being struck by lightning but no the biggest fear that people have is death but the beauty of the resurrection is that it's proof to us that even with death it does not sting us because jesus provided us per se the cure you know the 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 beautiful gift of salvation and because of that like my, my favorite um latin saying is memento mori remember your death because when we think about our death as catholics it reminds us of the truth of the resurrection you know death doesn't have the last say but god does Amen. and god wants us to live with him in eternal life Amen. so Amen. truly yeah um couple things come to mind uh, I was listening to a talk on Sense of Fidelium yesterday and um, just God's humility like he became man and that that's humiliating he's God like we're so much lesser than man mm -hmm. and yet obviously God is uh, he's a God man so he's a hundred percent God a hundred percent man but for him to become man uh, that's pretty embarrassing because we're like I said we're so far less we're not even remotely close. We're yes, we're made in the image of God, but that's that's basically where it ends. We have concupiscence, we have mm -hmm. um, original sin to deal with, uh, mm -hmm. and God obviously has none of that because He's perfect, and He His perfect Son, the second in the Holy Trinity, uh, our Lord and Savior Christ, He came down. Again, His whole life was of humility. The way He was born, the way He was raised, uh, His parents, perfect example of holy, humble parents. Uh, and and just the, I think of the third sorrowful mystery, especially the crowning with thorns. Um, I I read a thing during my rosary, and the last one's Father, by the merits of this painful humiliation, have mercy on us and the whole world. Um, that's you know when the Lord's getting crowned with thorns, and they're they're mocking him because they're calling him a king, but Christ is like I'm a king, but not of this kingdom, or my kingdom is not of this world. Mm -hmm. um, and just the constant things they're doing to him, giving a, a scepter to kind of mock him as his king. Uh, I think it's they also did something with a purple purple robe and, and uh, put a purple robe on him in mockery of his claim to be a king. Um, just so many things that God did, our, our Lord did for us, um, suffered humiliation, um, coming down here, dying on the cross by man, man killing him. Uh, that our sins, our mortal and venial sins, killed our Lord. But again, showing how good and merciful our Lord is, um, He conquered that. And I think it's really just cool how He mocks the devil in so many ways uh, throughout that. Because He, the devil's like, "Oh, I got him beat," and then God's like, "No, you're not even close." Mm -hmm. And He literally goes down into the, the devil's playground, which is hell, his his home, you know. And he pulls out the people who deserve to go to heaven and opens up heaven and gives the keys of Peter to his church here and then eventually the keys to uh, his kingdom and, and heaven. So uh, it's just absolutely beautiful how our Lord uh, 
he shows us on the crucifix how much he loves us. And now that we're here in this Easter season, um, we get to we've been fasting and now we get to feast. And mm-hmm. especially in the octave post uh, Easter, we just feast, feast, feast because God is so good. Um, so. Celebrate good times. Come on. I in the beginning, Daniel gave a prayer from what the Catholic Church calls exultet. Exult. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. I highly suggest everyone to take the time to read it and pray with it. This is said on the night of the Easter Vigil. And every single word, every single sentence in it gives so much significance. Some of my favorite, there's one that says, Pouring out his own dear blood, wiped clean the record of our ancient sinfulness. Mm. Bringing it back to all the sins we have ever committed. Um, There's also one that I have been told to pay attention to when I went to university. Focus, which is the Fellowship of Catholic University students. (laughs) Yes, yes, they were there, and my Bible leader had us go over this, and she wanted us to focus on this one part. Oh, truly necessary sin of Adam, destroyed completely by the death of Christ. Oh, happy fault that earned so great, so Mm. glorious a Redeemer. And she said, I want you to take a moment. We literally said, Oh, truly necessary sin of Adam. Oh, happy fault. Mm -hmm. There was this explanation, and I'm sorry I don't have all the research right now to bring it up, but basically is that God knew what Adam and Eve were going to do before they even did it. But (laughs) it was necessary so that Jesus can come and save us later. He knew that Jesus, I mean, it's God, you know? He's God. Mm -hmm. He's everlasting. He's beyond all time. Um he knew that Jesus needed to come and save us. So that's why we say, oh, truly necessary sin of Adam. Because if it wasn't for Adam, then we wouldn't have been saved in the way we were saved by Jesus. Is that making kind of yeah. sense well, That's how God works. Yeah. He always pulls out good from evil. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what is needed. If we didn't have that, then we wouldn't have been fully resurrected with Jesus. Yeah. Jesus wouldn't have needed to come into the picture, but we needed that. And that's why it says, oh, happy fault. Um so again, I highly recommend it. it. This is, it's a very long, they usually chant this um, in Easter Vigil. So take the time before to like really read it and reflect on it. Because it's really going to give a good explanation of everything that happened and why it happened. And why yeah. we celebrate <laughs> good times. Come, Come on! on. <laughs> Honestly, I love that. Oh, happy fault. I actually recently came across that specific phrase and I was like why is there even an exclamation after oh happy fault I I couldn't understand that but you explaining that right now just really reminded me of how our suffering is meant to be transformed Mm -hmm. and how our suffering is not meant to just remain as suffering you know again what Daniel just said um when Whenever anything bad happens to us, it's always an opportunity for God to show who He is. You know, it's not... When when we think about our sins, we tend to focus so much on like, Oh my gosh, this is the terrible thing that I did. This is the sin that I committed. But it gives us an opportunity to allow God to show us, This is who I am. This is what I do. And it's because I am God. You know, you are not God. You are not perfect. But I am here of perfection to 
help transform you to become more like me to grow closer to me to be united with me in heaven you know that's the beauty of confession just i i think this past let is probably the let that i've been to confession the most mm. <laughs> because i really made it a thing to go every single week and like i already thought i was going often enough you know twice a month but every single week it really made me not so much like scrupulous you know to focus so much on my faults but to focus more on the power of god mm -hmm. over my sins over my failings over my mistakes and that's where i can even exclaim oh happy fault because of my faults i'm able to glorify god more because of my faults i'm able to show look what god has done for me like the woman at the well look what this man did for me who told me everything that i've ever done but because of him i am transformed because of him i can share in his resurrection in his glory and be united with him one day in heaven yeah it's um i don't know it's absolutely beautiful the resurrection um I don't know. I just think God God's plan is so perfect, and we'll talk about it. I believe in our next episode of the Ascension. Um, but I think of a couple of people too with their resurrection of our, of our Lord. Just like how Mary must have felt. I don't know. Just thinking of our Lady because she was suffering all. You know, I feel like ever since her son died, like just suffering, but also eternal joy, mm -hmm. knowing like her son is now where he needs to be. And, mm -hmm. And then I also think in our Lord, I, I think of like, woman, behold your son, son, behold your mother. Mm. And like that bond between the mother and the son. And they like, oh, I just can't imagine the pain of both. Like she knows her son's in the right spot, but she's not with him. Mm. Um, but obviously we we're told and you know we know later that our, our lady is assumed. And again, that I was listening to a talk by father donald calloway mm -hmm. um it was like a focus talk he did a couple years ago i think but just like how much our lord yeah how much our lord loves his mother and this is i don't want to go too far off from what we're mainly talking about but um he loves his mom so much that he didn't allow her to feel death either you know mm -hmm. her body did not mm, yes. uh, yeah. corrupt or decay yeah. or whatever like he protected his mom like God loves his daughter so much. He protected her just as he loves his son so much, our Lord. Um, and so it's really beautiful what happens when you're faithful to God, like the son was and like Mary was, how much you get uh, taken care of by God, how much he loves you, how much he'll protect you. And then later in your, and after you die, how much he'll glorify you and how much uh, people have devotion towards a lady now because of how faithful she was. So... I think that's it for this episode. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. I We pray for you guys. We pray that you have a, a beautiful and blessed uh, Easter season. Um, whatever fast that you're working on and uh, during your Lent, um, just I just recommend don't feast too hard and you break and you you know all the hard work you put in these past forty days, mainly the God hard work in you. Um, don't let that go to waste. So if you really worked on the vice this, this Lenten season, I pray that you continue to uh, not give up on that and continue to work on it. And find days 
continue to implement fasting into your life. Sorry, we've got Appa in the back. He's walking. <laughs> if you're wondering what those steps are. My dog. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I just pray that you guys, we, we pray that you guys have a great Easter season with your families, your friends. Whenever you listen to this, um, Easter is truly a, a beautiful and joyous time in our church. Uh, our King has risen. He's Amen. conquered sin and death. And that is something to be forever grateful for. And now God has done his part. Let's pray we do our part. Make sure we trust in his mercy, trust in his justice, and do our parts to, to get ourselves, to get, allow him to get us to heaven. Bring mm-hmm. us, there's a name for you in heaven. Your name is there. There's a room for you. Allow the Lord and the Spirit to move you there to live out a holy life, to live out a life that is sanctifying your soul and hopefully sanctifying others. Um, so let's wrap this up uh, in prayer. In the name of the Father, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Uh, dear Lord, just thank you for everything. Blessed Mother, please continue to be our number one prayer warrior, and um, just tell us how much. Tell your son how much we love him, and uh, and just please help us to enjoy the the fruits of his labor and and be with him in heaven forever, glorifying him in the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Um, as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And St. Michael, we entrust unto you. Just be our number one uh, spiritual fighter. Please protect us from any uh, temptations, anything that the devil and his demons will throw at us. As we say, St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the weakness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke and we humbly pray. Do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host. By the, By the power, power of God, God cast into hell, Satan, Satan, and all evil spirits, spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. souls. Amen. Our Lady of Perpetual Help, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Yak out!